0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with me, Robbie Musto, and him, Robbie Earl, as we wrap up. Match week 27 in the Premier League. Uh, We'll review the games from the Sunday and Monday of this weekend. But before we start on that, um, we always do ask uh, our listeners to rate and review the show. So wherever you get your podcasts, go and give us a rating and then give us a review so we know what you like and what you don't like. Also in the review, we've been asking for, for, you know, to see which team you support and why. And we say we read out the best ones. So I'm going to read out one right now and it's headlined Soccer Experts. I know that's me or Earl or or maybe both of us I don't know (laughs) none of us Uh, and it's by Don Celestra and he says love your podcast on your match analysis on NBCSN with Rebecca I'm a Man United fan I started coaching my son's AYSO team and came across play like a champion by Manchester United it was so well done and the brilliant personalities of the players involved just oozed out of the screen great technical training I became an immediate fan i also started playing football by the way listen to this at the age of 42 and still play at 60. though i'm slowing down it's such a tremendously great sport so many thanks for that and fair play for you for starting start playing at 42 and still playing now at 60. so keep them coming we'd love to know and hear about those stories now robbie earl um we have some big stories we always have Mm -hmm. big stories in this premier league Uh, and sunday is probably the biggest story and biggest shock of the weekend certainly um, was Newcastle United beaten Manchester United at St James's Park one nil? It's a huge win for Newcastle United and their yep. fight against relegation. Another feather in the cap of, of Rafa Benitez showing yep. his abilities as a manager. Um, let's start with Newcastle. Because I'm sure yeah. we've got a lot to talk about United. What you know? Just explain to everybody, Rob, how hard it is um, playing under pressure at St James's Park with fifty-five thousand people watching you to, to find a way to win against Manchester United.
1: Well, quite simply, I always call it the playground test. If you were picking player for player, so we'll have a goalie, you have a goalie, we'll have a right back, we'll have None of the Newcastle players will get near the Manchester United team. That's how big the difference is. There's a a difference in quality. So to make up on that quality, it it doesn't mean you're going to lose a game, but you've got to be defensively organised. You've got to be committed. You've got to work harder. You've got to put the other team under pressure, nullify some of their technical ability with your hard work, effort and endeavour. All of the things that Newcastle did in the second half, at times they pressed the ball quite well, well organised and then they sat in and they made it difficult for Manchester United. Now, this is a Manchester United team we know that at times not that exciting, not that thrilling, but they don't mind playing a kind of not great football game to wait for the tactical mistakes of the opposition Mm. well the biggest compliment i can give rafa benita and his teams Mm. that tactical mistake didn't really come Mm. because they were so well drilled they were so well organized and and i said it on air yesterday and I, i stand by the fact the John Joe Shelby, and I'll say this again because we don't often say, John Joe Shelby <laughs> had a bigger influence on the game than Paul Pogba. Mm. That tells you everything about the two teams.
0: I'll tell you how had a big influence as well, Rob, is the new lone goalkeeper mm. signing from Sparta Prague, Martin yeah. Dupravka, Dupravka, who, yeah, mm. who um, Rafa Benitez trusted enough to start this massive game, and he had a, he had a brilliant match. Yeah. And from him going through the side, I mean, it's not as though Rafa Benitez in this game played a lot of hard-working midfield players to block no. it up a little bit. He had Marino, no. he had um, uh, Isaac Hayden that he could have played. It's yeah. still an attacking-looking side, Rob. You've got Matt Ritchie, you got Kennedy, yeah. you got Jose Perez in behind the striker. So, mm. you know, fair play to him. Rafa Benitez does a great job yeah. of getting a footballing, attack-minded team to do the, def- the uh, defensive responsibilities. Yeah. You know, he, he trusts them to do that. And their shape, their organisation was was fantastic all the way through. Um, and Matt Ritchie getting the goal, a really slack um, set piece for Manchester United. And it looks like, you know, they're, they're, with momentum, they're 13th in the table me. right now. Mm. They've absolutely got a good chance of staying in the league. So full marks to Rafa Benitez, Newcastle United, and that momentum and the belief, confidence that that comes from that, I think is going to push this team forward for the remaining 11 games to stay in the division. Now, I know you, you've you you've tipped them in January to go down. Yeah. Of course, they, they still could. Do you... do you, what, What's your feeling that right gave, that? On?
1: Gave, that gave me a mm. little bit of heart, a little bit yeah. more belief. Um, they've got a couple in. Slomani could be really it important be really good, to the yeah. He didn't play... A little bit worrying that they seem to be. He's trained apparently for seven, eight days now, but still not be match fit. So that slightly worries me, and mm. can't play against Leicester, his um, parent club. But if he get, if they get nine games out of him, nine, ten games out of him, if they can get four, or five goals out of him with that defensive organisation and the defensive setup, they have a chance. with I mean, Rafa Benitez will be the sole. I shouldn't say the sole reason, because in fairness, he, he, you know, he's got. Players out, LaSalle, Matt Ritchie, John Joe Shelby, certainly Dubravka's coming, who are doing well. Mm. But the biggest, most important factor in Newcastle staying up is Rafa Benitez. Mm. And again, I I read the line from from a couple of uh, Newcastle fans who who said, is there a more satisfying sight in Premier League football at the end of 90 minutes when Rafa Benitez takes off his glasses,
0: puts (laughs) them in (laughs) his top
1: pocket and goes (laughs) to shake the hand (laughs) of the opposition manager... That's when you know Newcastle United have had a good day.
0: Yeah, they did. Full, full marks to them. And, and they've got a brilliant manager in Rafa Benitez. Mm. Now, a brilliant have manager. Manchester United got a brilliant manager? Well, have manager? they got You're a brilliant manager? Master. Exactly. Now, that's the question. That's the mm. question. And, mm. you know, uh, I kind of... When you look at the t- the table, the table doesn't lie. And yeah. I look at United play, and it, and it said most weekends, and I'm thinking, ah, not very pleasing on the eye, yet they mm. win. And mm. they, I said yeah. at half-time in our, in our broadcast... Um, yeah, United haven't played particularly well, but they don't mind a game that's a little bit end to end. They'll 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 win. They'll they'll mm. they'll pounce on a mistake and mm. and they'll get the goal. They'll defend and they'll win. But this wasn't that day. Mm. I said that they can blow uh, the hot and cold. Well, they blew a lot of cold. And in this mm. particular situation, with a defensive error and poor finishing, they lost the game. And mm. you know it, it will get people talking about Jose yeah. Mourinho, whether again he's the right man for the football club. Are they gonna are they still a lock for the top four? Which I don't think they are. Um, just, just before we get to Pogba, Rob, let's, let's, yeah, let's yeah. talk about Jose Mourinho as a coach yeah. and what he's doing for this team that spent a lot of money and they've got a lot of good players there. Why, and I'm asking you directly, why cannot or why can't Jose Mourinho get the best out of some of these star players, expensive players for this football club?
1: Coaches, in, in my view, Robbie must are like players. If they, they play to a certain style, Jose Mourinho has a style. Now, Jose Mourinho's style is a, is less about attractive football, more about hurting teams who make tactical or individual error and winning titles, winning Re- Reactive. silverware, Reactive winning football, silverware. Yeah. That's what it comes to. Now, Jose Mourinho's style very rarely gets criticised when the silverware comes piling in. Mm. It's hard to criticise anyone. Yeah, n- generally, you win, it it's okay. Mm. But when the winning doesn't come, and when you're at a club like Manchester United, and when you spent over $600 million um, in, in a couple of windows, and you see what's being put out, then I think questions start to be asked. And these, so, if ever there was a time when Jose Mourinho didn't need it, a few miles across the city, in the blue uh, uh, of Manchester City... You've got a team who are playing some of the best football we've seen in, pre- in the Premier League era With a team, yes, it spent probably similar kind of money, but we've seen a very different style that looks like it could go on, possibly at this point, to win up to four trophies. So even just that, that, that dynamic of what's coming over the past year, 18 months, of the comparison between what Pep does and what Jose does, I think is actually starting to hurt him.
0: I mean, when when you see them play, and and I've said this many times, and I, I guess mm. it's not a surprise, Rob, that that when you watch United with the football, yeah, it, it looks like it's off the cuff. There's no the discernible attacking. The attacking t- yes, l- when they have fair, the ball.
1: Yeah, d- yeah, sorry. Yeah, the defensive even that we I think is well organised. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to I, do.
0: I, that. I, I said, I said yeah. didn't I, that, that when they have the ball,
1: sorry, yeah. there's
0: there's nothing that looks like familiar there's no mm. patterns that you can see i mean yeah. with, with i mean i mean man city i mean it's it's full of patterns and it's full of organisation it's full of yeah. being on the same page for manchester mm-hmm. united i look at them with the ball and it's like wow th- th- there's people popping up all over the place there's no chemistry there's no understanding um, and, it, and it's not good for their attacking players now i'm going to go back to what i said at the start here rob you know some of these players who haven't performed i've got a list here uh, we know Henrik Mkhitaryan. you know we know he's a good player didn't yeah. play well at united romelu lukaku some good bits, but he's not playing well yeah, for United not. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Poor Pogba, we'll go and talk mm-hmm. about him not playing well for United. Luke Shaw, better of late, but wasn't uh, in favour. Uh, Martial, question marks, I think he's done okay. i got Marcus yeah. Rashford as, a, as another one to add to this list as well that hasn't performed well. Now, don't tell me that all these players are in bad yeah. form, or yeah. or they're not good players. They are good players, Rob. And, uh, mm-hmm. and by the way, Alexis, and, and of course he's just started... Um, could he be another star player that loves the ball, loves possession, that doesn't do well under this coach?
1: Well, it'll be interesting to, to see, Rob, because when we we hear things about, about coaches in other clubs, there is, a, there is a thought out there that Arsene Wenger doesn't do that much coaching, yet Alexis looked a very good player in that system. But there's a philosophy. So
0: there's a philosophy with him yeah, that he wants agree, people to Yeah, I agree there's a philosophy.
1: But if, we, if we're talking just about the coaching, coaching, I, I totally get your point and I totally understand where you are in terms of the attacking side of Manchester United's play doesn't look as drilled, as mm. rehearsed, mm. as you see Spurs, as you see Liverpool, as you see Manchester City. You, you, you Even if they don't get to the end of uh, end product, even if it doesn't finish with a shot, you kind of see what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. Mm. For Manchester United, it, it looks as though it's more people 's individual yeah, it's skills people 's right. individual yeah. skill now maybe that 's how jose wants to coach that 's maybe him as a coach i 'm going to keep everything tight at the back we 're not going to overcommit the midfield yeah, and, and then i 'm going to get it into get it into you front guys, you go and do you, you go and do your thing now maybe mm. that 's the case. Mm. I have a slight other issue Robbie, Robin, and we 've talked about this before, and i said I said something to you a, a few months ago, and you kind of say mm, about the group I said. I don't think this group's good enough to win a title. And I, and I go back to that, Robin, and, and I look at the weekend. Hang on a minute.
0: What, what do you mean this group's not good enough to th- win a this title? This
1: group of players uh, United are not with, good with enough. All, with all
0: the money that's been spent, uh, th- they still I'm, I'm not... I'm a- telling
1: you that. I'm telling you that because because Jose Mourinho's teams don't concede the goal that, that they conceded against Newcastle. Mm. That's why he dragged the players off. So Chris Smalling, still not sure. Phil Jones still not sure. Marcus Rojo still not sure. Ander Herrera still not sure. Romelu Lukaku still not sure. Marcus Rashford I think's a good player, but at the moment I'd have to go still not sure. Ashley Young not good enough to to win in in title winning team. You're talking about the back the back four the back four against, against Newcastle was Valencia. He loves
0: Smith, Valencia. He loves Jones. Ashley Young. So yeah, that's all on I, the manager. I'm okay with that's Valencia. all on the Let's
1: manager. S- Smalling, Jones, Young. For the amount of money that football club has spent and where they are, that's the back four of Manchester United. Victor Lindelof, new signing, yeah, defender. Not, nowhere Why near? is he not, not good enough. So who's enough? That? Not good enough. So, so what I'm saying is, Jose Mourinho's way of winning titles is that back four, who when that ball comes in, no one gets a free header in Jose's box. You don't get a free header. Matt Ritchie doesn't walk past four <laughs> Manchester United players and poke it in the back of the net. It's Chelsea teams that doesn't happen. Real madrid teams. Yeah, that but he's
0: bought players, Rob. He's, he's bought Lindelof. I know, and, and but, the, but the players
1: there. aren't doing it, So Rob. he's got so to keep what buying them. You, so what's he got to do? Even with buying? this group of players, Jose Mourinho's management style is not going to win him a title. And maybe his four-year deal or whatever deal he is, is because maybe he's starting to realise this is going to take longer and I'm going to have to rinse some of these out and get new people in. Wow. But I'm telling you now, the, the way he wants to play, this group of players can't win him the title that way. Chris morley has got a rick in him waiting to happen. Phil Jones can't keep himself fit for five consecutive games. We'll give you; he's got a rick in him. Eric Bailly is obviously had injury problems. He's probably the, the one starting centre, back he got. So Marcus should, Rojo he spent
0: a lot of money on Lindelof. He should be playing I know, him. Rob,
1: then. I know, Rob, but he's not. He he obviously
0: isn't good enough. That's a bad. That's a bad. That's a signing. Then that's it's a, a bad, bad, bad signing. That's a bad signing. Let's just move it on to a player that we, we think is a good signing. Um, he's certainly enough money. Paul Pogba. Dragged mm. off again. We mm. saw a shot of him that sat on the bench with his yeah. his jacket over his head. looked yeah. very uh, uncomfortable, upset, yeah. disappointed. Is first of all, is his football, is his play bad enough to be publicly humiliated by being dragged off uh, early in the second half? In in, in, in what was it the last two of three games? Mm. Is he playing that I, bad? Does he? Deserve I do not think it?
1: he played. I, I didn't think he played well at the weekend. He looked like now whether it, what's going on has affected him. He looked a little bit off, Rob, like he... he, he yeah, I call it he had a bit of a lip on. because well, wasn't ma- happy. Yeah, well, so, it's he, with he the manager? I mean the, with wasn't the, happy uh, with the manager, maybe not happy with where he's got to play, not happy being re- restricted where he's got to sit next to Matic when he wants to, to get on, on the pitch. And I know we'll talk about what maybe that needs to happen to get the best out of him. But if you're away from home, you're vying for second place and you have to do a job... I understand Paul Pogba's a wonderful footballer, he's got so much more to offer, but do you have to not do a job in there against uh, John Joe Shelby?
0: Listen, I I, I think we agree um, that there's there's parts of Paul Pogba's game that, that needs to be improved. Correct. And we know what he's best at. We've mm. We've done it on in our, in our broadcast yeah. and we've analyzed it he's certainly yeah. best at getting forward Correct. but in certain situations particularly in the premier league he's yeah. going to have to come back and do his work now yeah. I, I get that and i get that's where he needs to improve where i have a problem and where i dis- disagree with his treatment is that i don't think that has to be publicly um put out there i think between the manager and the player at mm. the end of the game or in training or something he's saying listen paul uh, listen I, yeah, i'll show you this on the video we need you to f- fill these holes i don't i don't like that when you didn't do that i need you to come back mm. in and, and just try and work with the player, w- without having to do this. Now, maybe uh, you know, d- maybe it's already this not had your style, course.
1: though? Is, is this, this I don't like. You're almost saying, well, be be be, don't be Jose, be be somebody else, be a bit of a th- more thoughtful manager. That isn't him, Rob, is it?
0: Well, it might not be him. But i tell no, you what, he he isn't he isn't has lost, he's lost him. talented players. He's yeah. not getting the best out of talented players. Correct. We know about Salah and, and Kevin De Bruyne mm-hmm. and other players that have not played for him. We know the struggles at times with, with Hazard, Hazard going back, with mm. Joe Cole, remember, got hammered by him. Mm-hmm. So I, I know it's his style. I just, I just don't know whether it's the right way to go when you spend a zillion dollars on a player that's a blimmin' Rolls-Royce. He's a brilliant footballer. Help him. Don't hammer him. And I, yeah. that's the problem Listen, I have.
1: At this point in, in his career, 24 years of age, when? Sometimes Robin, at, at that age, and I, and I can sort of go back and remember it, he's still not 100% sure about yourself. You have good days, but you're still now and then question yourself. Your confidence isn't where you're 28, 29, you've got a couple of hundred games under your belt and you feel, you know, as big as Paul Pogba is, his confidence can get hit. And right now, I agree with you, he needs an arm round him, not an arm yeah. slapping him. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the problem. But I don't think Jose is that guy. And, and it's interesting, you've talked about a number of players who Jose has struggled to get the best out of, get the best of, get them on side, manage them in the way. Is it more? And I would, I would say, the last of our brigade. So the John Terrys, the, the Frank Lampard's lads who grew up who were apprentices, who came up the hard way at times, and got into teams, and probably you know had a little bit of the hazing that went on, and the, the bit of character um, challenges that you have. Is Jose better with those guys who he can come at you, you know, you can sort of say, I'll show him, and and they respond in a certain way. Do these new millennials, Generation X, whatever you call them, the the newer breed of younger player, do they not react to that so much? Do they get Mm. a little bit like, I don't Mm. really, you know. Mm. The shot of Pogba sitting uh, Mm. on the bench with his hood up, Rob, Mm, was like my young son when he was younger and you've just given him a telling off. Mm. And, and 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 like he's got no, you know, he, he doesn't know where to go. He doesn't know how to express himself. He's he's a little bit embarrassed. Mm. And I just wonder if Jose's lost touch with with the modern footballer in getting the best out of of the. Season. Luke Shaw's a great example. Luke Shaw's a kid who needs some help. He's a wonderful footballer who could be a massive asset for Manchester United. He's talking. He was talking him up the last couple of weeks about how well he's doing. One of the best fullbacks in the world drops him. I mean. <laughs>
0: Let me just give you some names of managers that maybe are doing great at this situation. And I get what you're saying about Jose. Maybe he has to change. But how about these three for handling young players in a way that's respectful and effective? Pochettino. We mm-hmm. could talk about Deli. Alli. He's been in bad yeah. form, stuck yeah. with him. Maybe he's talking to him between matches. Jurgen Klopp. All, the, all players want to go and play for this guy. We know Oxley mm-hmm. chamberlain certainly did. And Pep Guardiola as well. Um, getting the best out of the younger players. That's the future. They're the but, guys that, that are getting the best out of players and improving some of those talented ones. Jose continues to slap his down and, and put them under huge amounts of pressure to perform. And it's not working for United.
1: I had a conversation with a mate and I just wanted to bring this up. And, and it was actually, he said, you know, It's interesting though, Rafa Benitez often doesn't get as much um, credit as he deserves. I know Jose's won the medals and them two have had their issues in the past. But he said to me, remember when Rafa went in at Liverpool and he had a little bit of an issue with Steven Gerrard, similar to the Pogba thing? Mm. Gerrard wanted to be this flying up and down midfield player. And he sort of said to him, Stephen, you've got to calm down. And then he eventually found a position where he played two underneath him and let Stephen do what he did. And and from then, he went on. He won the Player of the Year one year. He won the Football Writers of the Year. So Rafa came into Liverpool, saw the qualities of of, of Stephen Gerrard, talked to him about his technical and at times in situations, certainly in European games, that he can't go flying out of midfield. But mm. he then put a team that got the b- a system that got the best out of Steven Gerrard. Where Steven Gerrard could be that guy who could go from box to box, who could back up the, 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 the attack, who could have shots, make crosses, feel good about himself and think he was dragging this team along. Mm. And I thought it was a really interesting contrast of, of Rafa Benitez going in at a big club, Liverpool at the time, and getting the best out of his star player. And Jose Mourinho at Manchester United at the moment, not finding the right way to handle his star play. And at the moment, we've got a very public kind of spat that mm. that somebody's going to have to back down on or else we're going to come to a bad loggerhead here.
0: United's next home game is against Chelsea mm. in a couple of weeks' time. Um, Chelsea, the final game of this weekend, um, comfortably beat West Brom 3-0. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I thought Chelsea looked so much better with a, yeah. a centre-forward. Yeah. Olivier Giroud got his first start for the club mm-hmm. and linked up beautifully for Hazard's first goal. Um, was in the in the thick of things a little bit, had a few knocks and stuff, um, but he did well. And then Alvin Morata suddenly appeared on the bench and came yeah. on for Giroud in yeah. the second half. So that it releases the likes of Willian and, uh, well, Willian came on Pedro yeah, and Hazard Pedro, to go Hazard, and do their yeah. thing with a yeah. focal point, with mm. a, with somebody to play the ball off of. I thought that that made a big difference to Chelsea today, Rob.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, Olivier Giroud at times it, it, for all the teams with movement and rotations and, and that's so important. Sometimes you just need a central figure, somebody who you know, you can give the ball to, and he's got the ability, the size, the understanding of where to lay. I mean, I thought the subtlety in his lay to Eddie nazard was was, was was beautiful yeah, for for a for a, for, a, for a midfield player, somebody who liked to run forward. He just put a, s- a slight angle on the ball. He put no weight so Azard yeah. could do it, mm. and then Azard just opened his hips up to show. Um Ben Foster the near post as if he was gonna go on and then he just wrapped it into you. I just thought it was there was two subtleties in that goal that you could easily be missed, but that's what Olivier Giroud can do. If you can get it into him and you get good movement, whether it's midfield runners, whether it's wide players, whether it's somebody making a third man deeper run, um, you know, Olivier is gonna be good for him. Yet on the other side of the coin, Robbie, I thought, you know, um, Daniel story. I thought he got a great two minutes out of him. I mean, <laughs> he's so much to look forward to from West Brom's point of view, isn't there? I mean, you know, let, let's not expect too much. You know, three minutes and he's off. OK, next game we'll maybe yeah. go for a minute uh, uh, or two. When, when
0: they signed him, and I get it, I get the reaction from a lot yeah. of people. and like, you know what, this is really good. He's going to be the man to get the goals to get him out of relegation oh. issue. My thought was, when there's a little bit of not pressure, but, but a responsibility on a player mm. uh, with an important role, I would not want to rely or, or, or trust my job, my work to Daniel Sturridge. And he has been a brilliant player, and yeah. I've got the ult- ultimate respect for what he's done in his career. But right now, he, he just can't guarantee you minutes. And yeah. that was a blow today. He comes out of the, the game. I actually thought mm. they, they started pretty well. Yeah, not uh, bad, West yeah. Brom with a system, etc., etc. Jay Rodriguez yeah. should have done a lot better with that early chance that he had. Um, but I think when you look at their upcoming fixtures, Rob, and Alan yeah. Pardew was a man to go in there that gave them a little bit of encouragement at the start. He mm-hmm. went in there saying things like, you know what, we're going to open up a little bit. Yeah, Fans want to see that. There's some yeah. players here. Let's, let's mm-hmm. go and have a little bit of a go. And it has not worked out. They need at least six wins from the remaining 11 games to get to 38 points. And that might not be enough this season. And their last, I think, of the three... The three games at the end, I think it's Liverpool. Uh, yeah, have got the big six yeah, games coming yeah, up. Yeah, the, the last the five, the they've got season. three of the yeah. big boys there. So yeah. they've, got, uh, they've got some matches now. They've got, they they got a
1: few weeks sort. coming up. where they, they're Home to Huddersfield away to Watford. Home to Leicester, then Bournemouth, Burnley, Swansea. That Rob, they've got go back to go back-to-back on, on three or four games to give themselves any kind of chance. The only thing I would say on Alan Pardews' w- favour is that we wrote off Crystal Palace pretty early, thought, mm, that's going to yeah. be tough. We wrote off Swansea a little bit. I mean, Paz knows this league. If he can find a result, if he can find a formula, you, you never know. I just want to go back quickly, Rob, to one more. You talked about responsibility and, 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 and down the stories. I just want to touch on the Eddie Nazard because today, when you see him on days like today, he, he's a difference maker, he's a right. match winner, brilliant he's player. your go to guy. Yeah, he's a brilliant player. <laughs> part of me just, just, this part me that just, and this is, I don't want to be negative or criticise him because I think he's a wonderful player and he's just brilliant for Chelsea. Can he do a little bit more? Can he take it on one more level to be, I won't say consistent, because he's not inconsistent, but get the numbers up. Be the guy. Become the De Bruyne or the Messi or the guy that we can wick out. It it seems to me when he's at it and plays well, that team win. And I don't know if he's one of them who, who doesn't take that responsibility well, doesn't want that responsibility, or he just plays his football and expects everybody else to do the same. But mm. he's just part of me, Rob, that just thinks there's a little bit more to come from, from this guy. Because today he was a difference between the two teams by a million miles. Yeah. It, it, and it and might uh, sorry, mate, finish your point. Yeah, and, and I just think, you know, 15 plus goals should be in him. Yeah, this absolutely. Season. Yeah, I've 15 said that plus assists yeah. should be in him a season. He's that good. Is that he can be? He can, you know, he can go to another level. I think he's, he's a very good Premier League player now. I think he can go to the next level. Yeah,
0: and, that, and so that's the question. Just before we move on, I mean, it's like he's 27 years of age, Robbie. Yeah, right now, yeah. now he is a brilliant player. Now, the, yeah. the, the, what you've just described there is a player that that maybe at certain times can can settle, can yeah. settle for what he's got, for for where his career is going, for where for. for you know, I- instead of a player mm. like Coutinho or some of these others that have a desire, Luis Suarez, to go yeah. and play at Barcelona or Real Madrid, he he could absolutely... If if he expressed an interest to leave the club or... I mean, there's talk about Real Madrid anyway, but I, I just don't know whether he's got that that fire in his belly to mm. go and be that superstar player, as if he's, he's happy at Chelsea, um, getting a few trophies, etc., um, whether that's going to suffice for him because he's got yeah. the talent, he really has, um, to go on to another level. But just just quickly as well on, on Antonio Conte, Rob, before we move on, does that just keep the, the pressure off a little bit? Are, are people yeah. going to go quiet now for a bit on, on his situation with the club?
1: I hope so, but I hope he doesn't keep referring to it as well, Rob. Yeah, I think now, he's now, been on the best at it. Enough, enough yeah. now. L- let's show, you know, we think you're a great manager. You've mm. done brilliant things since you come to the football club. Get on and manage now and show us. A, and, you know, let's all get to the end of the season. And I'm sure discussions are going to happen. And, you know, whether he stays, whether he goes, we, we'll find out about that. But time to get on and, and, and show you're a good manager. Time mm. for his football club to settle down. Got an important period of the season coming up now for them. Make yep. sure they're top four. Champions League football I- is key. Against two games against Barcelona.
0: Talking about brilliant players and match Mm. winners and the difference (laughs) makers. Liverpool, uh, a very comfortable, surprisingly comfortable victory at uh, St. Mary's Southampton 2-0 and some Mm. marvellous play again with those front players. You know, we talk about combining, understanding. Firmino and Mohamed Salah were pretty spectacular. scored and assisted for each other. Um, Just a very impressive performance. And Liverpool, um, I think, are looking stronger, Rob. When you look at the team, I think there's a little bit of... uh, he, he, um, encouragement in the goalkeeper, by the way, Loris Carrier made, yeah. some, good yeah, made I think, some good saves. I think now he's going he, to get a run. He's going to get mm-hmm. a run. He's got potential improvement in him. He's a young goalkeeper that can. That there's a there's a there's a large amount of upside if he can improve. I does he play <coughs> Champions
1: League then? Do, does he bring do, does he bring Minule in and totally confuse us again <laughs> on, on Wednesday night?
0: I think he. I think he will do that. I disagree with it, what, but I what, think he will. Why would he do that? Because well, he now the kids. Well, because he seems to like to keep them active. So the first team, the, the league goalkeeper plays obviously in the league, and then mm. the other goalkeeper will play in other competitions. So wow. you know, again, I disagree mm. with it, but I yeah. think we will see that. I think defensively okay. as well. Robert Virgil Van Dijk, Man- yeah. uh, Matip looked stronger. There was yeah. a little bit less of a, a gung ho uh, vibe about yeah. the team. I thought they were they were in control. Mm. Um, I thought. I think they're improving, mate. I think yeah. they're improving.
1: I think you're right.
0: A- and was, uh, do you know what? For Liverpool,
1: it wasn't. Rea- I mean, Southampton had a going. fence, I don't think Southampton w- 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 were bad or poor. It poor it shows they've got enough. no real attacking threat. Uh Carigio looks a very average sign, you know, I think is gonna struggle to make a big impression. No real pace, no massive power, nothing brilliant. Not brilliant, br- not brilliant in, anything in, in, in particular. The air. Yeah. Uh, Shane Long, we know, struggles for goals, uh, opportunities, you know. They've got a little bit of Tadic and Buffalo can make I'd have Gabadini up there
0: all day long. Gabby yeah. didn't get him up yeah. there, give him a rep. Keep of games. him in. Him none of them rhythm, have been good. I know he has some reps. some reps,
1: let him hopefully score a few goals. But yeah, th- the biggest thing for, for me with Liverpool was con- I thought they controlled the game. I thought there was no drama. They were nice and safe and secure. And when you've got two artists at the top of the pitch, like Firmino, I thought was brilliant at times with his movement and the flip, and Salah's just appetite and drive from wide positions to get goal is just a difference. And in the end, you know Southampton, is, as much as they huffed and puffed, really, we're, we're never going to blow the house down. Mohamed Salah,
0: Rob, Salah, Robert has got 22 mm. goals, one behind Harry Kane, and, and it, yeah. an incredible
1: yeah.
0: uh, season. A new signing for the football club, but he's doing an amazing job. Is there now a concern? And I've read it, I've heard about it a little bit. That that mm. one of the big, 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 big boys of the European clubs might come and try and grab him. Um, in the summer, mm. after the World Cup, yeah, he's in the World I Cup. Don't, and I don't feel
1: it's the Coutinho bit, though. I don't feel he's, he's no. desperate to get out. I don't think the club now, having got that money for, for Coutinho, are desperately looking to sell. I think no, but if a massive Jürgen, offer
0: comes in, I mean, if he gets 30 yeah. goals, I mean, that's insane for a wide player. Yeah, I, that's I don't think
1: Liverpool can, Rob. Honestly, having done the Coutinho thing, and, and OK, people didn't like that, but we understand now the three have come in, and, mm. you know, you got catered to come. You've Every got, player you know, has his, his prize. Yeah, no, Robbie Musto, don't go there. Don't, don't, <laughs> there. don't go there. We no, have Liverpool fans going crazy over that. Let's talk about about the the last game um, yeah. the, of the weekend. Huddersfield Town, David Wagner's team, under a little bit of pressure, first time in the bottom three, and I was really interested to see how they'd uh, come out on this one. And I thought this was a classic case, and, and we've both been there, Rob, of a team at the bottom who knows it's a must-win, and I think everything during the week in training and everything, all your thoughts about getting the three points, which I thought Huddersfield did. Bournemouth are that team, and I've been that team as well, where you start to get a bit of run, you get a little bit away from the bottom, and training's okay, and you've had a good laugh, and you you jump up on the coach to Huddersfield, and hopefully things go okay, but you get beat 4-1. I thought it was that day.
0: Yeah, disappointed actually. Disappointed. I mean, it's Eddie Howe's job to make sure they don't have mm. that day. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've had a brilliant run. They're very comfortable in mid-table in tenth spot right now, and it was a like as you said, it was a situation where the team that wanted it the most won, and that was that's often the case. I think for for Huddersfield. I think he needed to turn the attacking dial in terms of his lineups. Yeah. He did that. Yeah. Um, I think it's really, really important that Steve Mounier get some confidence, scored a couple of goals. Yeah. You got a first goal for the club for Alex Pitchard, yeah. um, two assists for Aramoy. So, So the attacking players turned up against a side that didn't really turn up or didn't really want to put the graft in. Because we know how hard it is, by the way, a Premier League match. You know, yeah. pe- people, you know, sometimes sometimes don't appreciate that and i tell you from of course from our experiences every game is blimmin' hard work physically <laughs> i mean yeah, you, 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 you know, it, really, days, it really yeah. is to, to keep up with things and and you know any excuse for a, for a player um to sort of say you know what do i have to track that runner again when well, nobody sees it the ball probably won't come i'm not going to track him and it, and it, and i just think there was probably seven or eight players in bournemouth that, that felt that to, uh in the game and that was disappointing but in general of course they've done great it's a great story um but could, could, can david wagner can he? can huddersfield you know what do you feel what what's your what's your percentage chance that huddersfield get relegated my percentage
1: chance is they still get relegated they, they will yeah it's still above 50% I'm yeah. afraid. but how Just how above much 50 I, I, Sixty maybe, sixty forty yeah, I, at the moment.
0: I, I'm more than that. I'm I, I'm I'm seventy. But I mean, I'd love th- to
1: see. I'd love them to stay. I'd love to see the story. They, they've worked hard and that. But yeah. I just don't. I'm not sure they're going to find too many people like Bournemouth who we a bit easier. Listen, you Listen, know, the, the mm. state of the league this season is that, is that there's not going to be many teams who are going to be in the comfort zone, what we call the on the deck chairs, you know, holidays and that. No, there's not. Teams down the bottom of the table are going to want points. Teams at the top of the table are going to be fighting for those top mm. four or European places. So, gonna we're not going to get many days like that. Yeah, and they, they, they took advantage of Bournemouth. Not sure how many they're going to take advantage of them. Just want to make sure our producer got that note down that there was a slight criticism of Eddie Howe there. Could you make a note of that for the record? Yeah, because I'm not that guy. With all his man, love, not, all these no man love actually just threw, threw in a minor, minor Listen, criticism of Eddie Howe. Say but I no know bias. what's going to happen on... February the 14th, there'll be a Valentine's card (laughs) down to Eddie at the Vitality and everything will be all right. (laughs) Listen, that's it from us on a weekend when Jose Marino still can't get a Premier League win at St. James's Park. We want to hear from you, our listeners. First, we'd love you to rate and review the show by downloading the Two Robbies on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you like, but more importantly, tell us who you support and why you love that team. And we'll read out the best responses on our next podcast. So... On a night when things started to look a little bit more rosy at the Blues, as Chelsea put three passer baggies, I'm Earl, he's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening, and bye for now. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.